the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Here's a piece yours truly hosted that I trust you will enjoy. Everything's all right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the post game show. Dwayne Patterson here, the producer of the Hugh Hugh Show. The only thing that's a constant amongst the show. Yes, the host change. The host goes away on a cruise. Guest hosts come and go. The producer's always here. The producer is always here. Uh, so what did we learn today? We learned all sorts of stuff on the uh, show today. One of the things we learned is that um, the Democratic Party seems to be hell-bent on finding a way to lose this election coming up in 2020 and maybe hell-bent on losing it badly. Um. If you are a conservative, if you are a Republican, and you survey the landscape of all the people that are running for the Democratic Party, who gives you the biggest scare if you want Donald Trump to win? Or maybe let's rephrase that. If you don't want a full-on leftist, a socialist, if you don't want somebody from the from the rabid end of the Democratic Party to win the White House... Who scares you the most? Who would give Trump the hardest time? Well, we don't have to worry, apparently, about Hillary Clinton anymore because Hillary Clinton, cut number eight, Ben. I grew up. I'm not running, but I'm going to keep working and speaking and standing up for what I believe. I'm not running, but I'm not going anywhere either. I'm going to be the kingmaker, apparently, says Hillary Clinton. So she's apparently now going to abandon that centrist lane, which means that the nation turns its lonely eyes to Joe Biden, right? That's the one that we're worried about is Joe Biden. Kamala Harris is going to just... March through the Democratic primary like a delta wheel through a through a cotton field in 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 the South, right? She's gonna she's gonna attack everything in her path. But is she gonna beat Donald Trump? I kind of doubt it. Cory Booker, Beto O'Rourke, Jay Inslee, John Hickenlooper. There's all sorts of people that still are jockeying for position on this plank or that plank. But none of those seem to worry me too much. Joe Biden, probably. Sympathetic vote. He's likable. I mean, I don't like him that much. Well, I guess he kind of like him. I don't agree with the thing he says. I think he's kind of a nut. 
but he's likable. He's personable. And people in the middle don't think he's that crazy by comparison. So we turn to CNN this morning. Allison Camerata did her Frank, Frank Luntz impersonation. Frank Luntz is famous for doing all these folks uh, group polls on uh, Fox News after elections, right? Well, Allison Camerata did her own focus poll this morning, and she had six Democrats that were all Hillary Clinton supporters in 2016. Rank-and-file Democrats, all walks of life, all colors, all stripes, sample representation of the prototypical Hillary Clinton voter in 2016, and wait till you get a load for what they told Allison Camerata when she brought up the Joe Biden option. Cut number 18. Bold, strong leadership, and you find that in the progressives. I think that we had the standard bearer for the the kind of pragmatic uh, centrist candidate in Hillary Clinton in 2016, and Donald Trump is now the president. He is not your average political candidate. Uh, uh, candidates. So we we really need to try to think outside the box because, you know, it seems like the dude is made of rubber. Like anything you throw at him just bounces off. I mean, there's nothing that sticks. How many of you would like to see Joe Biden get in? Show of hands. Pause right there. Pause, 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 pause. Now, if you would happen to be watching, which you can do at the Huguch, dot com, where you get the after show and Dwayne FM and all sorts of great content, but you get to watch the post game show if you want the actual video of it. If you happen to see that video, you would note that nobody raised their hands. None of them care a whit about Joe Biden getting in the race. In fact, not only are they not interested in him getting in, they're actively not wanting him to get in. Continue the cut. <clears throat> What's happening, Russell? <laughs> oh, His so, time is done. I'll be honest. I used to think, like, you know, because obviously he was riding like kind of the Obama wave, and I thought he was the, I thought he was the person that would unite the party. But to be honest, you know, Senator Biden really comes from the kind of the good old boy politics right. of the past. I don't think Joe Biden represents that new thing that we need. Mm-hmm. We just we need a new economy. We need a new yeah. politics, and That's we need someone different. What will you be voting on in 2020? If the open- now, she can't run because she's too young. We established today on the show that she actually was born after the last time that the world said, if we don't fix global warming in 10 years, we're all doomed. They said that the Maldives would be gone in 30 years. Well, we are exactly 30 years after that story was written in the Associated Press. The Maldives are still here, and the Maldives are still the Maldives. The only thing that's different in the world is, well, we have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez now. And while she can't run for president, that's who these people want. If not her, somebody of her ilk, somebody from the new wing, the progressive wing, somebody that's energetic, somebody that can... Get people all juiced up about, we need to do something about climate change. We need to do something about Medicare for all. We need to do something about what... Bernie Sanders was only the stopgap measure in 2016. And then they eventually settled on Hillary because Bernie basically couldn't get over the fact that the Democratic apparatus in the 
DNC made sure he was never going to get that nomination. So he's going to kind of go by the wayside. Oh, he's running again, but he's not going to go anywhere. You know he's not going to go anywhere because you've got Kamala Harris out there. You've got Cory Booker. You've got all these people. Jay Inslee is going to run on climate change. All these people are going to be outflanking each other for how far left you can go. And that seems to be where the party's base, even the Hillary Clinton voters assembled on the CNN panel, seem to want to go that way. So who are these people? We've been telling you a lot about who these people are, AOC and Edders. AOC actually took to Twitter this morning. We're not going to do the same fanfare we do with Donald Trump, but AOC took to Twitter. And what was her big missive today? No, it wasn't about the climate, even though the clock's ticking. If we don't, uh, if we don't you know, suck $93 trillion into something that can't be done in the next 10 years, we're all dead by the time we're 12, so you might as well not have any more kids. No, what did she tweet about this morning, being that we're wasting time not talking about climate change? One of the things that is hurtful, writes AOC, about the extent to which reprimand is sought of Ilhan, that would be Ilhan Omar, anti-Semitic freshman congresswoman extraordinaire from Minnesota's 5th District, is that no one seeks this level of reprimand when members make statements about Latinx or other communities. During the shutdown, a GOP member yelled, go back to Puerto Rico on the floor. So what is she talking about? Well, after the third anti-Semitic strike committed by Ilhan Omar, who really, really, really doesn't seem to like the Jewish people too much, or Israel. The House is going to pass a resolution condemning anti-Semitism. Now, they're not necessarily calling her out by name. They're not going to attack Ilhan Omar by name, but they're trying to make it clear Again, in Nancy Pelosi's first 100 days as Speaker of the House, the Democratic agenda going forward, because of one crackpot member of the House and her associates, like Rashida Taleb out of Michigan, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, whose best friend outside of the Congress is Jeremy Corbyn, the anti-Semitic leader of the Labor Party in Great Britain. Oh, yes, AOC, she's got... She's got a lot of anti-Semitic ties herself. Lots of them. She's not pure on this subject at all. But the House is now having to pass a resolution at the Democrat leadership behest to try and show the country that they're really not anti-Semitic. Now, why would they have to do that? Why would the Democratic Party have to pass a resolution condemning anti-Semitism? It's not because of the right. It's not because of the House Republicans. It's not because of anything that Donald Trump is even saying. It's because they can't control the freshmen of their own caucus that is going out of its way to make a bunch of anti-Semitic comments and normalizing anti-Semitism. Oh, she keeps apologizing. But 
then she goes right back and says something else against Israel or makes some hint that if you want to follow the money, you know where the money goes. It goes back to the Jews. It's always the Jews. That's what Elhan Omar thinks. And she hasn't changed her opinion at all. She's apologized. Now, she hasn't apologized for the anti-Semitic things she has said or what she believes. She's apologized that everybody has taken offense at what she said. It's a whole different thing. But AOC, instead of taking the opportunity to say, yeah, you know what? You caught us. Anti-Semitism is bad. Instead of coming out with a tweet like that, oh, no, 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 no. She's defending Ilhan Omar and bemoaning the fact that we're having to hold a resolution on that on this subject today when she plays whataboutism. But this is who the Democratic Party wants. This is who they want to nominate. People like her. She's too young, constitutionally. But there is all sorts of people that would love nothing more than to just tweak the Constitution, alter it a little bit, and let her run, because deep down she runs the party. Michael Moore famously went on MSNBC a month ago and said, come on, everybody knows she's a leader of the party. AOC is. We might as well just doctor the Constitution now and let her run, because she's the future. She's the party. She, everybody knows she's, she's the big it. And what does she do? She tries to dodge from the subject of anti-Semitism by playing whataboutism. This is who these people want. This is what they're about. This is another reason why I still think that Donald Trump is not going to have that hard of a time in 2020. I just don't think he is. I think it's going to be a landslide. The Democrats, all they had to do to beat Donald Trump in 2020 was not go crazy. And they couldn't do that much. Joe Biden is the best chance they have. Objectively, is the best chance they have. And what are they going to do? Yeah, he's past his prime. He's, he's, he doesn't have a chance. We want somebody that's 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 more energetic that that is 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 more about what we believe please 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 nominate the furthest left person you can nominate the more the better because the further left the the nomination goes and that's the top of the ticket that makes the 2020 senate races that much easier to retain and hold best part about this whole process Cory Gardner in Colorado is the one of the most threatened Republican reelect seats in Colorado. The person that Chuck Schumer wanted to run against him was John Hickenlooper. Up, oh, he can't do that because he's now running for president. There's about three or four seats where there were good candidates that Chuck Schumer wanted to run against Republicans to try and make ground in the Senate races, except everybody wants to run for president now. 
it's just it's looking up. Anyway, we'll talk about this and all things tomorrow. Adam, let's play some music and get out of here. Huniverse.com, H-U-G-H-N-I-V-E-R-S-E.com is where we will continue the conversation tonight about how left the Democrats are really going. And it's out there. Have a great day. We will talk to you later in the Huniverse and right back here tomorrow on the next Post Game Show. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.